When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show. On the line for us right now is Joe Jackalone. He is a retired NYPD detective sergeant, so I should be calling him Sergeant Jackalone. He is now a professor uh, at John Jay College of Criminal Justice, and he always tells it like it is what's going on here in New York City, the crime. I know the Queen's murder, that's a whole separate issue, uh, but you, you just keep hearing the more and more. The milkman did it. Oh, my God. And did you see that guy? He looks so evil, too. But we, you know, there's also other crime just down here on this one block. We're in Midtown Manhattan, beautiful area, and you just see homeless people everywhere now. It's getting to a point where um, the mayor needs to act. I mean, he's done a lot of talking. He needs to get some of these plans in order because he has several of them. I think he needs to pare those down and, and start acting upon these things. I mean, Listen, he's going to have to get the city council on board, right? I mean, half the city council is basically fighting him on tooth and nail on everything. But as we start, we still see 30 and 40 percent increases a week in, in crime. I mean, when does uh, somebody say, you know, with common sense, you know what, something really needs to be done. Maybe some of the, uh, you know, reforms that we have, maybe not all of them are good. Joe, we need to un, un, undo this stuff. Joe, it's, uh, it's Judge Richard Weinberg. I'll tell you what troubles me a, a great deal. You have the subway pusher who killed that poor, uh, that poor young woman. And then yeah. now it's just been declared that he's not fit for trial. And oh, my God. I, I, so I read that this morning. Yeah, the one so Michelle Gell that so was killed. I mean, it raises a question. If he's not fit for trial, why was he walking in the streets? Well, exactly, Judge. And, and here's where the other problem comes in, right? New York City Department of Homeless Services never holds a presser. They never tell us what happened with this individual, why he was on the street, how many contacts were made, right? So if this Numerous. was a police department issue, they would have the police department would have been pulled out on the carpet. They would have said, "How many contacts did you make with this person? What did you do about it?" But we never see that accountability of any other city agency other than the police department. Yes, I'm a little biased when it comes to that, but you know what? Someone needs to point me in a direction that says otherwise. You know what? The homeless services department of homeless services there. They're full of crap. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, and listen, you had you had a leader of the Department of Homeless Services whose whole agenda, and he became the commissioner, his whole agenda was to get the people out and so they have a civil right to be out on the streets. Well, I mean, that's well, and then everybody else's civil rights gets violated, right, when they get thrown in front of a train or some other issue that gets ha- happened. Listen, there are a lot of people that need the mental help that they're not getting. And if the police do come in contact with them or there's an arrest made, they have an opportunity to intervene at central booking before that person is released, before they're given either no bail or anything else. They have an opportunity to get that person an evaluation and see if they can get them help before we put them back out on the street. Sergeant, it's just, yes. uh, uh, Sergeant, it's David Patterson. Did you read about the guy who was dancing? Uh, he had a boombox and he had it on a corner on the Upper East Side, and he was... Uh, Monday morning, he attacked six people. He hit a woman in the head with a bottle. He stabbed a couple of people, and the LeVon police finally Davis. restrained him. 
and they took him to prison. That's the corner I live on. I've passed him 10 times in the last month. Wow. Just walking around that corner. He's got 27 priors, by the way, and he's Governor. Got 27 priors, and uh, I passed him Sunday morning. And then when I came out Monday morning, I saw all the activity after this, this uh, episode. And I'll tell you, you don't start really appreciating the increase in crime until you realize how close you are to it yourself. He had a bad hit of meth, apparently. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, we know that drugs are a huge problem. We know that people being arrested 20, 30, 40, and 50 times. Listen, I'm all for second chances. It's the guy like the Franca broke was, right, who gets 50, 60 chances. The poop Those are the guys that I'm worried about. The poop you know, guy. Are, right. Those are the guys I worry about. You know, I'm not worried about the first-time <laughs> offender, you know, the shoplifter who gets caught doing something because, you know, he or she made a bad choice. I understand that, and, and I understand what some of the reforms are about. But you know, we have individuals who, you know, for lack of a better term, they need to go to jail because they, they don't understand anything else. So my friend, she takes the subway every single day for work, and she said more people are not paying the fare than paying the fare. It's become such an epidemic. This is not sustainable. John, I mean, how, how would you feel? Like, thank God I don't have to take the subway. I know you take it, Governor. But, I mean, you take it at Cox. I mean, how would you feel? You're paying, and most people are not paying. How is this sustainable? How are we going to keep funding the MTA? And how is this fair? And this should not be legal. This needs to be taken seriously. Uh, Sergeant Jackalone, what can be done? Well, listen, I take the train every day. Every, not every day. I take it every, you know, when I'm in school, I take the train. And I can tell you that you watch people just uh, underneath the turnstile, over the turnstile still, just like the old days. And, I, and I've been saying this many times. If they really are serious about stopping pe- perpetrators in, going into the system, it's at the turnstile. Get them before they come in. Listen, if it's a minimum, park a police car outside of the station, have cops in and around the area. I mean, just the deterrence alone could stop that because we hear the stories from time to time. And then when they show us the video of the individual fleeing or getting onto this, what is he doing? He's jumping the turnstile. So it's an opportunity to prevent it. I know, uh, it, it, I know it works. Uh, when I was a cop a long time ago, we were doing this. It keeps bad guys from carrying guns in the subway. Broken window theory worked. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Go back to broken window policing. They can call it proactive policing if they don't like the phrase broken window. I mean, right? Detective, well, it, it, Sergeant. Well, yeah, but, but, yeah, broken windows. I mean, it has, has a bad connotation these days. Just like stop questioning, yes. and all these other things. Uh, just because people keep on telling us it's bad, that doesn't make it so, right? They keep on saying things are bad. Uh, the communities are the ones that are driving the police presence. They want to have cops. They want to do this. It's the people that don't live in those communities are the ones that seem to be the loudest about anti-policing rhetoric. Well, we had Michael Goodwin on, and what are, we've seen the more African Americans have died in 2021. Three, what was it, 3,000 more nationwide? I mean, black and brown victims, it's an well, epidemic. More, more kids have died more than ever. Absolutely. Black Lives Matter has cost more people their lives and destroyed more well, black lives exactly. killed more than ever. Well, black lives apparently only matter to black lives when it's at the hands of a white cop. When it fits their narrative. Oh, even a black cop. Even a black cop. You're right. You're right. You're 100% and give, right. And give credit to the mayor for saying, where was Black Lives Matter when there are all the murders going up in Harlem? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you I had was... the 11-month-old shot in the face. You got the 12-year-old that was shot in the head in, in Brooklyn. You had the 22-year-old woman that was shot in the Bronx. You want to talk about data like you just said, like you were saying yesterday, Judge Weinberg. There's and the data. The data is all the bodies that are piling up. The people are intimidated. The Buildings, commercial buildings are not being filled. 
Tourists are not coming in. Hotels are empty. Restaurants are closing. There's your data, state legislature. Do something about it. And the fact that we have we've had nine women murdered uh, in the city so far this year, which is definitely an off the chart statistic, and of which the nine I believe were all unattended targets. Right. So I'm not even talking about the lady who was murdered in Forest Hills just recently. I was I'm talking about nine individuals who just hit were hit with stray bullets or pushed in front of trains this year alone. And that's a, that's a statistic that really jumps off the page. Random attacks. Mm-hmm. There were 30 pushings in front of trains Professor in 2021. Joseph, Jacqueline, uh, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, we all fight together because I think we all stand for uh, truth, justice, and the American way. Isn't that Superman? That was. That was it. George Reeves. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks thanks for having me. And we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to come back with Merrill Tish. And we're going to ask the question, are the kids getting the education that they're supposed to be getting? And um, I think that's an interesting question. And I'm worried. 